arbitration has happened. Can you tell me a little bit what the hell's going on with that? Yeah, so the Mariners agreed to deal with three of their guys, and they have three remaining as of now. Um, the Mariners came to agreement for Ty France for 4.1 and Tom Murphy for 1.6, as well as Paul Seawald. The Mariners are still um, have unsettled arbitration cases with Teoscar Hernandez. He's asking for 16. Seattle's offering 14. And that's the biggest arbitration case still left in all of baseball. And then uh, there's also a couple smaller moves with Diego Castillo and Dylan Moore. Diego's looking for 3.2. The Mariners are offering 2.9. And Dylan Moore's looking for 2.25. And the Mariners are offering 1.9. So those deals are really close, you know, in negotiation terms as far as money. So you would assume that they can, they will get something figured out, but that seems pretty simple. And then with the Oscar Hernandez, with it being a $2 million difference between the two parties, you could, I mean, obviously think that why not just split the difference, but you know, a million dollars is a million dollars according to the Oscar. And that's a big deal. So we'll see how uh, this ends up and what the ruling will be. Yeah. I think they should treat him. Uh, really good coming in here because I feel like it is such a small gamble just to make them happy right there when you're only talking about a couple million dollars. Well, yeah, and especially if you decide that you want to um, re-up him and offer him a contract. I mean, from a player's perspective, you would think that you wouldn't want to be pissed off right away before even setting foot on their um, campus, you know, or however you want to put it. Yeah, and I don't know why you, you know, you've made this your big centerpiece move here, um, and you're not re-signing him right away. And I feel like the, I feel like he's worth the money, you know. And I feel like they should do it. And you know, if they're wrong, it's not that big of a a, a risk. Yeah, it's a it's a bobblehead night type of crowd at the stadium, you know. Yeah. It's like, do you want the, <laughs> these bobbleheads or do you want this guy? I mean, we can sit here and talk about them not doing stuff, uh, you know, as far as putting this extra money out there after they, you know, bought the big gifts. Because you look at this and you think about, man, for like a million dollars, we could have done so much more with the position that I feel like, uh, we have neglected the most in this postseason, postseason, and that is the designated hitter. Yeah, I mean, that we've talked about on the last couple episodes, you know, with guys that we thought would might fit in, you know, the uh, Trey Mancini's, um, maybe an Adam Duvall, he just got signed possibly, or just, you know, any kind of bat that remains, and there's not many out there, and it seems like it might be a kind of uh, DH by committee for the Mariners this yeah. year, you know, with Murphy and oh. and uh, Dumper possibly, Pollock, oh. um, who we just signed, you know. I mean, it, they can. there's a lot of different options, maybe not what you would consider the prototypical DH, but it seems like that's what the Mariners are looking to do. I still don't understand why we didn't get Nelson Cruz. I mean, I guess you could yeah. say, you know, we were looking for right-handed thump. That's all he is. He's right-handed thump. Who's going to hit decently as far as average? 
and getting on base. And he's a team leader. And he yes, he's a DH, and you want to rotate guys and give guys days off, but let them hit. This dude is no spring chicken. He's not going to be, I think he might be the oldest guy in the major leagues. And, or he's got to be one of the oldest guys in the major leagues. He's a top five. And he's going to need a day off just from DHing. So it's not like you're having to put him out there 162, like we've said before. And then the San Diego Padres signed him for $1 million. A million bucks? Yeah, what a deal. To me, it sounds like it was the type of thing where he probably wanted some sunshine, wanted to be on a good team. Uh, there are some reports saying that he had better offers out there. But like you said, he's one of the oldest players in the league. He doesn't have a ring, to my knowledge. Um, oh, to say, yeah, I think he cost him that game when he was in Texas in that World Series. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, looking for that ring and, uh, you know, he's made, made some good money. He's going there on a, on a quite a steal of a deal for him. Yeah, it is a steal of a deal. And that, you know, you go down the, uh, MLB free agent list, there's really nobody left. I mean, you're looking at for DH and stuff like that. You're looking back down at like the Justin Uptons. We already tried that. That absolutely, you know, did not work. We're looking at Luke Voigt, you know, Alex Dickerson, Jed Lowry, Tommy LaStella, Edwin Rios, Mike Moustakis. There's nobody on there that I'm, like, interested in now at whatsoever. But, yeah, the Nelson Cruz, the uh, Trey Mancini's, Andrew McCutcheon. Look, he went back to Pittsburgh. I can't get mad at that. It sure seems like the Mariners are, at the minimum, one bat short of what I think would be to kind of round out their team um, would have to come via trade at this point. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at this list and I'm like, we might as well just get Steven vote our new bullpen uh, coach to uh, jump in the lineup on a rotational DH day. I, I, you know, looking at this list. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm happy that uh, we got him as a coach. I mean, I'm sure you are, as him being a former A and how much you like going down and watching the A's <laughs> in their he, stadium. But I was listening, you know, yeah, he lives down in Olympia. He uh, knows the Mariners, knows the team inside and out. He's been wanting to coach. This is great. He can be home with the wife and the kids. And, this and, that. and I'm just like, no, he was stuck down in this fucking uh, Oakland A's bullpen. You know, on the, is it even a – it's like literally – not even a pen. It's like a, I don't know. It's like a cubby hole. I wouldn't even call it a dugout. It's down the line. I mean, it's just like how the Mariners used to have it at the Kingdom, and then you're going to T-Mobile Park, which is just like the happening place. It's you know, right? Studio. It's Studio Fifty Four out there. It's uh, it's a tailgate. It's a party. Also, the bullpen is really nice. You got a DJ out there DJing. You also can go underneath the cover. You know, that that's just a huge upgrade. Yeah, you're right. The, I think if it's not the only one, there's only one of two that has those old school bull, bullpens out on the field of play like Oakland. So, yeah, he'll uh Maybe he'll Tropicana, right, in, in Florida, right? The Tropicana field? Yeah, I, I mean, possibly, yes. Um, but, yeah, 
um, he'll get, he'll get happy and get used to the Mariner confines and the pen there. He'll, he'll get to know the King County Sheriff really well and all the other, uh, hooting and hollering along the rail there. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll enjoy his time in the Mariner bullpen. I think you can charge your phone right there on the T-Mobile rail. You know, and you know, it's, it's uh, you know, you might get a home run, like a, a significant home run, make a little bit of money. That's what I mean. I think the choice, uh, for him to come here and be, uh, you know, a bullpen coach, it probably is from all the seasons that he came here with Oakland. I mean, he played in uh, Oakland in 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and finished his career. Uh, his very uh, last game, he hit a home run. I'm glad to have him too. He is that veteran um, catcher presence that I think also could help out uh, Cal, Cal Raleigh, big dumper, and same person if you're new to uh, Mariners baseball, and um, Tom Murphy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Stephen Voigt was a true professional. I remember seeing, uh, like you said, he hit that home run his last game in Oakland. He was out there before the game blocking balls, knowing that it's his last game. He's going to retire. I mean, he's a professional. He should help out, you know, Cal quite a bit and teaching him some, some things and as well as Murphy. So yeah, it's a good, he'll be, he'll be in a good spot for this Mariner club. I think it's a good way to add some veteran leadership to the clubhouse without sacrificing a, you know, player position for that and like an automatic out at the plate. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, a lot of people on this roster have competed against him, seen him a lot. So maybe this was just a really good mix for the dugout that they really, that they, you know, maybe had some analytics on that. Yeah, it's hard to say what their thinking was. I mean, I couldn't tell you who the bullpen coach was last year, but um, yeah, it's nice to have him as part of the staff. Um, saw something today on a high heat where he was interviewed and said he wanted to get right back into baseball. He wasn't sure quite what at first. He had a few teams that inquired um, to him to see what uh, if he'd be interested, and uh, the Mariners was obviously one of them. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's just this is just the first step in him making his way up through the ranks and possibly maybe becoming a manager someday. The, as you know, Scott service was a catcher. And, um, so yeah, maybe, you know, catchers make good managers. 